0: Welcome to another Hammer High School Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Light our podcast brought to you by The Athlete, your specialist in team equipment and uniforms since 1978. Selling all the high school award jackets and spirit wear, The Athlete is also offering game balls, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, or soccer, or volleyballs. All the official sizes for your game, The Athlete 2424, Teal Road. Uh, what an exciting week it has been! Boys basketball sectionals have kicked off. Uh, We had a couple of upsets in the first round. McCutcheon and Central Catholic both losing. Central Catholic losing just its third sectional game in the class basketball era, while McCutcheon had been at least into the uh, finals uh, since 2012, every year since 2012. But they're done, and uh, we'll be crowning sectional champions this weekend in basketball uh, as we kick off the podcast speaking of basketball unfortunately those McCutcheon Mavericks are out but Rowan Farrell who is uh, coming back from a torn ACL over the summer is our athlete of the month this month check out my conversation with him all right it's a uh, time for our athlete of the month and this month is Rowan Farrell in McCutcheon basketball uh, first off congratulations on winning this honor um I know with you, the big story has been, and this is why you got nominated by several people, is you you suffer a knee injury in the summer. And this used to be, when I was a young pup growing up, much like yourself here, that was like like a two-year injury. Now you're back, you're already playing basketball. Talk a little bit about the perseverance and take me through what happened from uh, the summer up until the beginning of the season.
1: Honestly, uh, I was definitely hoping for like a big season, like breakout season for the senior year, and I mean the injury definitely cut that short. But right after the, like right after I had the injury, I was um, definitely like determined to come back as soon as possible. Just basically be as close as I can to a hundred percent bisexual because I wanted to be there for my teammates, and um, I just. I asked my parents if we could have the surgery as quick as possible. Um, right after surgery, we, um, like, I just had. I actually was doing physical therapy before the surgery just so I could, like, my like, because you you're, you lose a lot of your muscle mass because of the surgery. Mm-hmm. But if you can like start gaining that muscle, like, if you can keep on like working the muscle out because you lose a lot. When you actually tear the ACL, but you lose most of it from the surgery, so if you can get the muscle like working again properly before the surgery, then that like benefits you, so I did that before the surgery, and then I just hit my physical therapy very hard for that six months.
0: I know you talked with your coach you know at the beginning of the season, and uh, he tells me you, you kind of had to you, you strike me as aI want to get after it kind of guy let 's go you, you know just talk about the uh, you know keeping the muscle mass and everything. Uh, but I know he said you kind of had to take a little bit of a reduced role, and you, you had to work up the thing. So how is that a tough pill to swallow when you have to hear? Listen, you kind of have to pace yourself a little bit, and you kind of have to adjust what your expectations are.
1: Honestly, it I sort of it was a tough pill to swallow, just because like last year I obviously did not have to do that, but um, I sort of like knew that was coming. I knew that I was going to have to slowly get into it, and knew that like like though I might feel good this day the next day is when it's going to be like really really sore so mm-hmm. like yeah we just had to take it 4 minutes at a time at first and then 8 minutes at a time and just slowly work up to it and I think that it was definitely difficult because like times that like I thought I could be helping the team I knew that my health wasn't all there and stuff like that, and it was tough to watch.
0: Take me through that uh, first game when you finally get in. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of emotions going through your mind, probably a lot of joy, probably a lot of excitement, a lot of adrenaline. Uh, at any point, were you kind of second-guessing? Were you like worried about re-injuring anything? What, what's that first game like back?
1: Yeah, the first game back, I was definitely very excited. I We actually ran... Um, the first play for me, and I shot a three, and I airballed it over the rim, and (laughs) I mean, it should have been embarrassing, but I was just happy to be out there, but yeah, I definitely, like, honestly, my first, like, still, I'm still, like, a little bit, I'm timid, more timid than I want to be, but, like, I was just cautious, very, very cautious, like, just driving in, I wouldn't take it up, I'd kick it out, like, just really getting, into the field of things, even though I had been practicing two weeks before, just the game playing in the game was a lot different.
0: Can you feel a difference like week to week when you get out there, just getting stronger and like more sure of yourself?
1: Yeah, like for sure. Every single week, like I tell my parents, like I feel closer to how I felt before the injury every single week, and like I can feel that in just jumping, running the length of re like like after games, the pain there's like there's pain there. For about, well, at first it like was nearly a week. Like after a game, until the next game, I'd have a, like a lot of like soreness, but slowly like it's gone come down to like two days, one day of soreness.
0: It seems like it's been a little bit of a theme for you guys this year too. You had a lot of different lineups this year. You've had a lot of guys that are just out with like random illnesses and stuff and randoms. So what's it like now that you're finally getting to the end of the season? It seems like everybody's starting to come together and you're getting a little bit of that normalcy back with everybody.
1: Yeah, it's really nice. Um, Like, after my injury, we knew that, like, we wouldn't have me the whole time, but we didn't know that uh, one of our best seniors, James, was going to get bronchitis, I mean, not bronchitis, pneumonia, midway through the season. And so, like, now that we have our pieces back, we're we're glad that we got, like, four or five games in with all of our pieces together and just working on, like, working on um, building off of that.
0: You know, you got yourself a little bit of a shiner there. You told me that was uh, from uh uh Mason Douglas. So what what in the world did you say to him that uh, got him so upset?
1: Um nothing really, honestly. Uh-huh. Like we <laughs> just going through drills and um I was playing defense and he like I he just got me in the face when he
0: hit me with an elbow. Well, cuz you're probably uh, you're you're a tall guy, but I mean, he's he's a massive dude. So I would guess you you're probably right there at elbow level to him, right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it,
1: Definitely is not nice guarding him. He, That's just how he plays, physical, that's for sure. You
0: know, you guys are in a really, really tough sectional. Sectional seven's got, you know, Harrison. Jeff has obviously been playing really, really well. Um, you guys, during the regular season, had not gotten a win against a, a sectional opponent. So uh, what has to happen for you guys to kind of turn that around and, and try to make a run?
1: Honestly, I think that, that sort of benefits us because we're not sleeping or not, like, We're just not sleeping on any team like we definitely are taking it one game at a time We know that we lost to Marion in the regular season though. We had them in a close game and we lost to um, I mean every single team so I think that it benefits us that we like that we have lost every single team and We are confident that in all those games other than the Logan sport game all of those games were within five points I think so we're confident that we can beat all of those teams in that sectional.
0: From where this team probably was when you were a freshman to where this team is now, I mean, you, you've seen some names come through there. You've seen some some players. That, I mean, that sectional's always been uh, a very very tough. Uh, what have you seen change over the last uh, four years of your tenure at McCutcheon?
1: I think that definitely. I uh, I would say that as a freshman. I would say as a freshman, like there was bigger names. I don't know. I I don't.
0: Know. Maybe, maybe maybe there's there, there's those flashy names that the top, that were really good players. But now it seems it's a little bit more there's of an under the radar, but still really really good. I know yeah. you got a tremendous freshman on the team as well. Um, so it, it kind of seems like you're leaving the squad in good hands, though. But you know, there's still work to be done this season.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like you have Brooks Barnheiser, who's a solid player, and he's probably going to go to a mid-major um college and you got Draven who honestly he will be very 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 good and has a huge future but like I think that there's a lot of like solid players just like you said and I don't know if you saw that my freshman year like our our team my freshman year had a lot of solid solid players and but we dominated the other teams because I don't think they had like the whole entire team Mm -hmm. well put together and stuff like that
0: Oh, Rowan Farrell, you are our, uh, our. I was going to say employee of the month, you are our athlete of the month, unless you want a job. I'm sure we can make you employee of the month, too. We'll throw that in as a little caveat for you, That'd all right? nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. All right, congratulations to Rowan Farrell McCutcheon, basketball player, our athlete of the month. Don't forget, if uh, you want to nominate next month's athlete of the month, let us know who you like. Go to 1017thehammer.com and submit your names, and they could be next month's Athlete of the Month. Uh, speaking of athletes, that's uh, who is sponsoring our podcast. The Athlete, your specialist in team equipment and uniforms. Since 1978, they sell all the high school awards jackets and spirit wear. The Athlete also offers game balls, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, soccer, volleyballs, all the official sizes for your game, The Athlete 2424. Teal Road. All right, let's keep it going with uh, another great sectional story here. Harrison Gymnastics had not won a sectional in 28 years. That's uh, almost two years uh, more than their head coach has even been alive. It's really, really crazy. So I caught up to uh, Haley Sanders, head coach of the uh, Harrison Gymnastics team, ahead of their trip to Portage for the regional. First off, coach, congratulations, 28 years. When you try to Thank put you. that, when you try to put that in perspective uh, as an adult, how, how do you how, how do you look at that? I mean, that's an awful long time.
2: Well, I uh, kind of think that I'm 26, so it was before I was born.
0: Wow. Okay. So did uh, you couldn't even you're, you're not even old enough to go back and go, girls? Do you know what it was like back the last time we won <laughs> one of these things? Let me explain to you what the technology was and what like the top song. So you can't even put that in perspective. I, right. Look, that, that's crazy. So uh, how do you? After that kind of a drought, how do you get things on track enough to win the sectional?
2: Um, You know, these girls started after last season. I think they kind of knew what their goal was. And all summer long, they've been working really hard on upgrading their skills, and they wanted it this year. From the very beginning, they knew what their goal was.
0: It's an interesting sport to me because, you know, when we compare some of the major sports to it, like a a basketball, you get, like, football, volleyball – um, it's really big on feeder programs. A lot of the high school coaches we talked to talk about those feeder programs, but to the best of my knowledge, there's not a lot of middle school gymnastics teams, and then you're kind of relying on some of this club, you know, the the, the, the private stuff, which I feel like is, I, I, I don't know, how popular is it at, at that age level to, to be able to get quality competitors to come up into the high school level?
2: Yeah, so um, I actually also work at Elite Gymnastics Club. And so a lot of my girls on the Harrison team have come up through our program. So they were kind of ready. You know, they, they knew what to expect.
0: Mm-hmm. And just how often do you guys, what is the high school season like? I'm, I'm not too terrible. I know it's a winter sport, but I think you guys don't get started until a little bit later than the other winter sports. So what does that season look like exactly?
2: Yeah, so our official season doesn't start till the week before Thanksgiving. Okay. But with, you know, gymnastics especially, they're practicing all year round. I mean, through their club
0: mm-hmm. teams. So, but, uh, but how, how important is uh, team camaraderie for you guys there too? You said most of these girls are already in your uh, elite gymnastics programs outside of school. So, do they already have that kind of built in team mentality already when, when you get them into uh, orange and blue?
2: Definitely. Um, they are, I will say, this is like one of the greatest groups I've had with how much they support each other. They're constantly pushing each other to try to upgrade a skill. But yeah, they've, they've been together for years, so that definitely is an easy dynamic for them.
0: We're talking with uh, Coach Ailey uh, Sanders on the uh, Wings, Etc. Hammerhead Hotline, the uh, head coach for your uh, Harrison Gymnastics Club, who will now go on to. Uh, it's it's Portage this weekend, right? So you guys will go yep. on to the regional. Uh, how many teams are involved in the regional, and what do you guys have to do to get to the next level?
2: So, three teams make it from each sectional, and two sectionals feed into our regional. So, it's six full teams and then there's also some individuals that make it if they place top 6 on any event
0: so it seems and, it's pretty simple then huh it's pretty cut and dry
2: yes it is but we i would call this the hardest regional in the state we're facing i mean three of the top teams in the state are in this regional so we know that we got to work really hard and step up our game a little bit this weekend
0: what makes a, a great gymnast these days uh, what are some of the things they have to be able to do? Do you have to be a, a year round student of this, or can you be successful if do, do you have girls that want to play other sports or play other sports in an off season or is this like one of those things where you, you kind of need to be wholly committed the entire time
2: so I would say it's possible to do other sports, but it's it definitely takes a a very high commitment all year round. So some of the girls, they might do track when our season is finished, but for the most part, they are only doing gymnastics.
0: And they got to know that uh, if they're going to uh, jump, if they're going to do that high jump, you're not allowed to touch that bar. You know, that, that's <laughs> right. a little different, right? So, <laughs> right. Uh, so now that you guys will go out to this regional, so if you can make it out of this regional, what's the next step then for you guys after that?
2: So the weekend after that is state.
0: Fantastic. Where do they hold that at? Is it is, uh, is it somewhere in Indianapolis? I'm assuming.
2: It's actually at Ball State.
0: Okay. All right. And is that like a uh, is that a, a big facility? Is there a specific reason they hold that at uh, at Ball State? Is does that facility have some kind of importance? Is it one of the better ones? In uh, why Ball State?
2: Um, you know, I'm not totally sure. It's a it's a great facility. It's held in like their main arena. They uh, Ball State is one of the only. Uh, schools in Indiana that actually has a collegiate team, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure if that kind of plays into it also, but yeah, it's a it's a really awesome setup.
0: Uh, I think it's great. I, I when, when I saw the headline, I thought to myself, 28 years. I mean, that's just uh, there's a, always an interesting story behind that kind of stuff too. When you when you figure somebody's been you know there to, to try to turn that around. So, how long have you been the coach at Harrison?
2: This is my third season.
0: So, you know, when you came in here, I mean, you, you had an idea of what had to happen to, to get to that level, right? Did you think this would, could yeah. be able to be done in three years? Is, that, is this kind of on schedule for where you wanted to have the program? Are you guys ahead? Are you guys behind? Uh, when you came in, what was the plan?
2: So that first year I started coaching, I knew we had three incoming freshmen that I knew could be pretty solid gymnasts. So I, I knew in the long run that these girls could, could definitely go far. We actually, two of them have had some health issues. So I only have one of those girls in that class now as a junior. Um, and we only have four competitors this year, which is tough because you can only compete for, but some teams, you know, they have 10 gymnasts. So they get to pick mm-hmm. their top four. So this season going into it, I think we were a little nervous just because we knew we had to stay healthy, but they've done an awesome job at, at, you know, staying strong and staying mentally focused.
0: Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, some of maybe your captains uh, some of your seniors uh, the people that are uh, really making strides for you this year.
2: Yeah, so Maya Bell, she is our senior this year and I think she does an all-around great job of keeping the girls motivated. You know, she's I <laughs> they always laugh at me for for our little pep talks that I give them, but she's kind of taken over that role for me and really stepped up and helped them all out mentally.
0: Coach Haley Sanders on with us on the Wings & Center Hammerhead Hotline. Harrison Gymnastics this weekend going to Portage for their uh, regional. Uh, look, it, this is just, it's such a demanding sport. And, you know, we talk a lot about uh, the injury. Obviously, when we talk about basketball, uh, you know, a lot of people are worried about the knees, football, a lot with the concussions. But I can't think of a more dangerous sport, I think, at the high school level than what you guys do. I mean, uh, sprinting as hard as you can and then hitting somewhat of a, a springboard and then you know vaulting that that seems dangerous enough to me i mean at least the floor's got a little bit of give if you mess yeah. up I and mean, it's not fun i mean those dismounts off of balance beans don't don't seem you know wholly safe i cringe every now and then just watching <laughs> it cuz i'm like oh gosh cuz that like literally uh centimeters and, and you're in trouble there and of course yeah. the uneven bars i mean I I don't know who dreamt this stuff up. Do you ever sit back and wonder who in the world thought that, like, this is, hey, these are great uh, devices to do athletic competitions on? Because I feel like it's the most dangerous sport there is.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty interesting how it's evolved, that's for sure.
0: Well, Coach, I cannot wait to uh, see how you guys do this weekend. Uh, Congratulations to you and the squad. I I think that's great, the role that you guys are on. I hope you're able to continue it. If it's not uh, in the team aspect, I hope you get some individuals through and to state. Coach uh, Haley Sanders, uh, Harrison Gymnastics, thank you so much for being on today.
2: Thank you so much. We appreciate it.